Need a taxi? With around 800 taxis, Glasgow Taxis can get you where you need to be fast. Glasgow Taxis is here for you 24-7 and with our GPS-based dispatch system, you can book with confidence that we'll be there as quickly as we can. It's so easy to book. Download the Glasgow Taxis smartphone app for quick booking or call 0141 429 7070. That's 0141 429 7070. If you're vegan, you need to come in and try this. This yeah, yeah. is outstanding. But Alain C. Smith loves coming in here. Uh-huh. Everywhere I go, I've got to <laughs> I've never seen this in any menu before. Yeah. So this, I mean, I would be hard pushed to say you can get this anywhere else in Scotland. I just can't stop eating it. Mm. It's in my DNA, this place. <laughs> yeah. This is my happy place. Yeah. This is your happy place? Oh, yes. Wow. Welcome to episode 7 of Rate the Plate with me, Crofty. And me, Grado. Rate the Plate is a new podcast from Go Radio where Grado and I get to check out some of the best restaurants across Glasgow and the West. Rate the Plate is sponsored by our pals at Glasgow Taxis. And on this podcast, we chat to the chefs from these amazing restaurants. And we also meet the people behind their success. So let's check out restaurant number 7 in the series. We're at Cafe Gandolfi on Albion Street in the Merchant City. And listen to the end for the big, big celebrity surprise. Crofty and Grado head straight to their table to chat with Seamus, the owner, whilst his head chef, Alistair, prepares the food. Seamus, Crofty. Hello, Crofty. Nice to meet you. Hello, Seamus. Pleased to meet you. Thanks for inviting us to your beautiful restaurant. This is the first time I've been in Cafe Gandolfi. Explain why. <laughs> well, I, it's because I'm from Lanarkshire and I'm not I'm not really born in Glasgow. I'm more Lanarkshire, so... but. When I come in, I'm normally out and about in, at so night. Forty-three years later. See, that's that was my point. That was a good way to get you to say how long you've been here. Is that how long it's been? Forty-three. Nineteen seventy-nine. So it's actually forty-four. Forty-four in here. The restaurant itself. I didn't start it. Right. It opened in 1979, and believe it or not, I'd only be 18 at that stage. Right. But I was here then. We've, it was the only place to come to. Have you always been in the, the, the restaurant business? Yes. Hospitality business? Yes. And I take it, did you work your, your way up and then eventually I it was did. an opportunity? Or? What happened was I'd studied hotel management and worked as a chef and did my chef qualifications. And I needed a part-time job. And actually my younger sister Maggie was going out with one of the waiters and he suggested I get a part-time job here. So I started as a KP. Wow, and then wow. you just slowly... And what then I became the manager after a while, and then six years later I became a junior partner, and about six years after that I bought my house. So that'd be about 20, 26 years ago. Now we said that we're only going to talk about celebrities, right? But the reason why I know about this place, and I've never eaten in here, but I think there's been opportunities, but Alain C. Smith loves coming in here. Well, she's a friend. Ah, right, so are, are, you, are you close? Yes. Ah, right. She's a good friend, obviously, so we can ask this question, because some people don't like it. What does Elaine like to order when she's in here then? Well, it varies. Because we're open from 8 o'clock in the morning right through, uh, it depends on what time she's visiting. Yeah, yeah. Um, she loves fish, I think. Uh, yeah. Last time she was, we had dinner with her in here, the four of us, and she had fish. What I couldn't get uh, over was, I didn't know you were open for breakfast, and I feel terrible that I've never been here even for my breakfast when I was just staying at the Fraser Suites, which is just across the road for a couple of weeks. I didn't know that this place is open all day. That's a long day for you, isn't it? Well, it's nobody does a long day. Well, Alistair today is doing a long day, right. but that's only because he wanted to be involved with this. See, when it comes to the menu, I take it you're very much involved in that with Alistair. Yes. So what's the process? 
Well, you're changing. Is Usually it? I end up doing what he tells me. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny, he said the opposite. Uh, he did, did he? <laughs> he did. Well, we worked together. Uh, he's got a very uh, good palate and really just, he has changed our menu. When we came back from lockdown, oh, just, we didn't know if we'd survive it. So we lost our fish restaurant, we had to close it. So we had to save this one. So we kind of looked at our menu and we used to do too big a menu. So we had kind of sense of modernity to this menu, but we bring back classics like the haggis. The cullen skink is no longer a soup, it's a deconstructed cullen skink. Oh, what's which, that, a deconstructed Because I love cullen skink, by the way, how to explain you that? You'll get to taste it. Right, so they made uh, a cream with our broth smokies and they spike it with chive oil and then they pan fry the coli and we have a little potato terrine on it. Oh so it's God. got a lot of what a cullen skink is. Do you know, it seems to be a bit of a pattern. Whenever I come into a restaurant whilst doing this podcast series, there's always a, a something on the menu that I want to change and veganise it. So I've given Alistair a great idea of how you can veganise the cullen skink. That is one of the foods that I miss most. Fish. Five years I've been vegan, so yes. a lot has changed. It's got a lot better. It, but I think a lot of restaurants have got a lot better. Yeah. I mean... I listened to, I listened. I didn't know that this was going to be filmed because I listened to Giovanna on Eusebi and she's got a vegan menu. Yes. She was just showing off, I think. Hey, yeah, how do you deal with difficult people that are something across when they come into your restaurant? Do you ever get anybody that's... You just adapt things. We don't have that many vegan options, but we would just change something, take the cheese out, add like the burrata one, we would just take that out and add avocado, which would go beautifully with Absolutely. everything. So it's that uh -huh. way and it's, uh, hopefully my staff understand food and understand people's dietary requirements. Uh -huh. I mean, it's but not- But it's getting much more complicated yeah. because so many people are now- Gluten intolerant. Gluten intolerant, yes. but there's so much, but sometimes people think, gluten-free is the healthy option, or like oat milk is the healthy option, it's not. No, you're right, it's, sometimes it's mere fattening. Uh -huh, more sugar's added. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask you what type of people come in. Everybody comes. Mm. I don't know, I mean, sometimes we have quite a mature, uh, older clientele that have been coming for years and years and years, uh, and I need that. Uh, but on. also, uh, especially with this new menu, younger people are coming in. Right. So, and breakfast is a great, uh, leveler, but it also is a great introduction to to the restaurant. So you come in and it's a very beautiful restaurant, and they go, God, but maybe come here for dinner. Or uh -huh. lots of people had their first dates when I was a boy. This was a place to have a first date. Was it really? Because you could afford it just. Do you know what I've noticed when I came in? You do nostalgia dishes. Uh -huh. I think that's a brilliant idea. We did that because, yes, we changed our menu completely. So I went on Facebook and just asked people that follow me on Facebook. What do you want me to bring back? Oh, did you really? Like, so, ah, brilliant. New York pastrami was the winner <laughs> for some reason. And then the classic Caesar salad. Uh, we've had haggis on that one, but we actually have it now on our menu. Uh, people want, and we did a thing called chicken and bacon with honey vinaigrette. And I hated it at the time. And I still don't like it, but a lot of people asked for that. Can I ask about the book? Okay. What is it? Aye. It's a cookbook. It's a cookbook? Oh, is it? I, I, see, I wasn't sure because of the history now, I was thinking it might have been a sto story of the restaurant. It does that too. It does that too. And what is the history of this place? I know you said it's been open for like the 70s, but we were kind of joking with us when we were coming in, we were like, I wonder if this place was like the old bank or the old post uh -huh. office or... No, this was the offices of the cheese market. Oh, was Right, that? okay, okay. Yeah. The cheese market? 
What was the, was the cheese market just behind the whole here? thing? Was the cheese market? Oh, you know, right. art is in the cheese market. I take it. I take it. That's in the book. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That must be. Do you ever have that sort of? That always amazes me. Sometimes we were at um, Mr. Singh's last week, and they gave us a recipe for the pakora uh-huh. because they did a, a pakora class. And I'm thinking, I wonder if they've ever they were thinking about no putting that out just just in case, like in case it's still, oh, well, we can just make it ourselves in the house. Well, uh, eating out is for lots of different reasons, isn't it? It's not just to be fed. No, you're right. It's about a treat. It's about have, sharing food with your pals, with your partners, with your right. kids. Yep. So I think uh, there's still a place for that. You can give them the recipe, but they never don't gonna, make it the same way as you do. They're never going to get it right. I, I, I tried the pakora the other yeah. day, and I, and I tried to do it myself, and it was bogging. Okay, there you go. Mm. So you'll go back. <laughs> I'm going back. Uh, if he wants the pakora, I have <laughs> yes. to go back. Where are we? Oh, but listen, I just wanted to ask about the, the, the current menu. Um, what's your favourite thing on it? But if somebody was coming in, you said, right, I'm only going to get one you dish. Have to have. What I would love them to have is to start off with the batter scallops, which is a tartare, so it's raw. That is just beautiful, and I think you're going to get to taste that in a minute. Bring it on. Uh, my family are from Barra, so it's really good to promote <laughs> the That's island. Good, yeah. um, I would probably go for the deconstructed cullen skink is my go-to. Where do you then get your inspiration? We speak to chefs and they, they look online, they look at books. I think online and books. Uh, also from eating out. You know, go to other you places. Have to, you have to go to other places. Yeah. Are you, you friendly know? with other restaurant owners in Glasgow? Yes, very. It's fine. You want people to survive, so other people that have started restaurants, I've helped because that's what you do. Are you, you're not in the kitchen anymore. You do, no. no. So are you do you do the front of house? Then? I do the front. Of so house. You, so you're you're the person that people see when they uh-huh. come in here. Do you enjoy that? It's in my DNA. This place. <laughs> yeah. That's it. There's nothing. This is my happy place. Yeah. Is it really after yes. that this is your happy place? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. So I feel never very a... blessed that this is mine. Like Wow. I know. Well, yeah. listen, I'll tell you, you've got a beautiful restaurant, first and Thank foremost. There's a, there's a, I don't know what it is. Some some places, some buildings have a vibe. This character. Is, it's got a vibe, it's got character, but it's got all that. And I cannot wait to try your food. Okay. Well, Looking forward I'll, to it. Where's Alistair? <laughs> Come on, Alistair. Right, let's get the food let's on the go. So we're going to do a cullen skink. We're going to do hummus with uh, tabouli, served with crispy, uh, spicy chickpeas on the top of it. And we're going to do a bar of scallop tartare and then a uh, courgette orzo risotto. Seamus chats to Crofty and Grado as the starters arrive at the table. Bar of scallops. The bar of scallops. The bar of scallops. So it's a tartare. There's a very light apple vinaigrette with it. Wow. Wow. Okay. I've never had scallops that are, like, presented to me in this way. Okay, so there we go. So let's go with the scallops, capers, uh, the capers, dill, dill. I love dill. Mm. Oh my god, <laughs> it does look incredible. Oh, you do know what you're missing, and what I... you realize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is incredible, and it's so fresh as well. Ah, uh-huh, so they're mm. raw. I've never had it raw before. Yeah, oh, that's so amazing, it's sweet and. We vinaigrette. Seamus, what's what's in this then? Tell us tell us all about this. So you have a homemade hummus. Okay. Wow. And we've got a buckwheat uh tabouli. And then you've got the crispy chickpeas. Right. So Ooh. I'm gonna try and get it all here. So that is vegan. So nice. So good. Uh, yeah. 
And do you know what? Humus for me can be quite sharp, uh-huh. but it's it's just it, it's just not. It, it doesn't overpower the rest of everything else that's there. But you can just taste it all coming together. You can have a bit. Aye, and I, I love and see this. See having the crispy chickpeas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice touch. They'd be nice with a beer, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm, I don't remember the last time I've had humus. I've only ever had it at a Tesco. I've never had it. Well, tasting nothing like that. That's <laughs> it. That's my point, really. Mmm. Well, that's amazing. You can't get humus now at Tesco or a supermarket. I know because I think it's going to be as good as this. It'll not be anything like that. Mm. That's the difference. Next, it's time for the main courses with head chef Alistair. There we go. Wow. Oh, wow. Look at that. Oh wow, that's skink. Yeah. Wow. That's mad. That is mental. Whoa. I have never seen Colin skink look like that. Right, how is how's this deconstructed? I deconstructed. Deconstructed. That's right. Deconstructed right. Colin skink. Yeah. Yeah. So we've. We get, so Colin's King's traditionally a soup, or like a chowder of sorts. Yeah. So um, we have a, the potato element is a thing called pomana, which is thinly sliced potato, pressed with, like, layered with butter and thyme, wee bit of garlic, and then pressed and baked. So wow. you press it overnight, so then it just holds its shape, and you cut it, fry it, and then we have a pan-fried bit of coli, um, Lovely piece of fish, and on top of that, we have some pickled shallots just to kind of balance out the dish. And in the sauce, it's a broth of smoky cream, Aye. and it's split with a chive oil. That's what I need to get a picture and send to my brother because Aye. it's me and my brother's favourite thing. And I'm going to go try and guess what dish this is. What I'm going to ask you is, do you say this is a, a starter or a main course? A main course. Wow, that's amazing, man! I can't wait to try this. Honestly, never saw it like the starters. This. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. amazing, and I'm no, I'm no joking. That that bread, the fresh bread, was tremendous. I mean, I've never tried. I mean, it. That was just such. I don't. I mean, I love sourdough bread, but just see because of the quality of the tomatoes and the basil. And yeah, it's, it's just. I know it's it's dead, it just, looks like it like it's going to be dead heavy, but to share it, it's no, quite it's really nice. And, 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 and the humus um, was amazing. Yeah, good. Oh, I can't wait to the, try the this. The buckwheat, uh, it's, it just all uh, works. So the buckwheat we use, it's normally. Um, we, I've actually done it with giant couscous, but like to kind of, I just like to kind of accommodate everybody. Yeah. We made it with buckwheat, which oh, wow. is also gluten free. Brilliant. Right, let's find out about this. Oh, honestly, this is this is the best. And I'm. I think about four or five weeks ago, I was sitting next to you in a similar position, and you said, "This is no. the best Colin Skink I've ever had in my <laughs> life." <laughs> no. So this is going to be interesting. This is the best Colin Skink I've ever tried, and do you want to know why as right. well? Okay. Sorry. Finally, I'm least, No, because <laughs> listen, because there's places. For example, this Saturday, is Saturday night. This right? is completely different from the last. It's completely one, different, yeah. right? But Saturday night, I go to Colin Skink for my starter, and what you end up finding is you don't really eat after it. Aye. <laughs> what is down No, I can that. have a starter in I here don't. and then have the Colin Skink for my main course. Right. Talk it. us through it well, when you're eating it, right? Because because that looks incredible. The crispy buttery tomatoes are tremendous. The fish, have I tried this fish before? I'm, not, I'm looking as if... Coley. So it's, kind of, it's a kind of, quite a meaty fish. We used to serve it with cod, but um, mm. it's not really sustainable to use cod at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah, How's that? It's getting overfished and overfarmed. So this, this uh, takes the sustainability box? Yes. Yeah. Have you got quite seriously when you were talking about it the other day? Uh, aye. Aye? It's got, it's, I think it's got to be done now. Let me tuck into this. Mm. Right, Alistair, tell me. Bob, so, this looks incredible. Here you have a courgette orzotto, which is, we use very small orzo, yeah. which is pasta. So we make a vegetarian stock, add your very thinly sliced courgettes into it, a wee bit of white wine, some olives, 
a wee bit of preserved lemon and it's served with a kind of sunblush tomato dressing on the top of it. I've never had this before though. This is this is totally new. How's the taste it? Great. It's fantastic. I mean I've never I've never seen this in any menu before. Yeah. So this I mean I would be hard pushed to say you can get this anywhere else in Scotland or even further. Glad to hear it. How do you this is interesting because you never think about putting Colin skin because I mean course and doing what you've done. How did you when did you come up with that idea? Were you sitting on? Well, I've always kind YouTube? of think no, because so like our old menu was pretty traditional in the sense there was far too much on it and like everything was. So I looked at things and kind of took it apart and had thought, how do you put it back together differently? And I've done it throughout quite a lot of the dishes that we've made here. Not so much that are on the menu at the moment, but it's just quite an interesting way to do it to deconstruct it and to then put it back together and see if you can get the same kind of end result, but a wee bit more kind of upmarket. Because when you think about Colin Scott, you think it's not exactly the most presentable thing, it's just all just no, stuff, you know, like milk and uh, ties and, you know what I mean, take it out a ladle, but that is so elegant. Is it elegant? Not yeah. elegant. Can I go back to this for the, just for the vegans? Right, sorry, mate. Listen, keep, I, listen I, to I the podcast, right? We get it. You like your Colin Scott. Sorry, um, So... There's orzo and pasta in here, is that what no, you're so saying? No, so orzo is, so orzo orzo is a is, type of pasta. Is that a type of pasta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that either. And, uh, what? Can I get a bit? Try it. He's like a nightmare. Sorry, sorry. First of all, just tell me about all the flavours I'm, I'm tasting, because it's not. So, white not wine, sm- lemon, so courgette. There's a smokiness, but it's not smoky. I, I, so, what? that'll come from the olives. So there'll be a kind of smoky element in the olive brine. Right. And then you've got your kind of. So, it's quite well balanced in the sense that it's tart, smoky. There's a sweetness from the tomatoes. And this is the. So, that's your tomato dressing, yeah. So, that's a sunblush tomato. Amazing. No, it, listen, mate, you should be really proud of this. I'm this is right one of the best meals I've tasted. Really? In the five years I've been vegan. Honestly? Honestly. You've been serious? Yeah, I've been serious. It's so good. Right, try it. Oh, yes. 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 It's probably the lightest risotto that you'll get. Yeah. Did did you try a bit with all? No. No, we'll be everything together. Because he's got a newfound love for olives, right? I have. And that's the first bit I tried with the olive in it. Yeah. And that is just... Mm. That takes it to a whole new level. Oh, aye. Oh, aye. Do you know that's that old baby bus in my gob. Mm. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm going to say, say this. You need to come in. If you're vegan, you need to come in and try this. This yeah, is it. outstanding. And if you're a fan of Colin Skink, come and try the Colin Skink. There's no Colin Skink. <laughs> we said we weren't going to do this, right? But have you actually cooked for any <laughs> like celebrity? Like, have you ever went? Have you ever heard that somebody's in? And, oh. Ah, loads of times. Oh, Kira Knightley. Okay. She came in here. She oh. was sitting on this table. No way. Food out. She no was doing a film with Paul Brannigan, a week in a Glasgow guy, about maybe about six, seven years. I would have been that? about that time. How? <clears throat> what did she have? She had a vegetarian breakfast on Tuesday. No toast. Listen, I want I want the guys on the set to try this. Honestly, try it, guys. It's brilliant. Alistair, you're on it, whatever that means. Thank you very much. Seriously, that is spectacular. As the production crew gets stuck into the food, Crofty and Grado notice someone in the restaurant. Oh, there's Elaine oh, yes, Happy birthday, Elaine C. Smith. <laughs> Hello. Elaine, can you believe this? I can't. I was just turning up and I said to Crofty, I goes, I'm sure Elaine loves coming here for yeah. some tea, and yeah. that's where I text you. Brilliant breakfast, brilliant food, great atmosphere, and also it's been here, it was one of the first trendy places. I remember in my teaching days, mm-hmm. when I was a teacher in Edinburgh, and going, the first time I came in here, I was on a march, or some, you know, protest of it, oh, some, I I who knows. <laughs> um, well, it was some big, it was a big unemployment demonstration or something like that. 
and a whole team of us came back and found here and, and I ended up seeing Morag Fulton, director who I knew I hadn't seen for years. Well, there were loads of people in here, but it just had a fab atmosphere. They did brilliant coffee. They did different sort of stuff. It also was a bit, but we were like, and also the furniture. Yeah. All of this by wonderful Scottish designer Tim Stead. See, for the sake of the podcast, we spoke to Seamus and we asked him what, what you what you like to eat there. He kind of says that you like the seafood and what have you. What is your favourite thing that you like to eat here? I do love, now, I do have uh, the... Uh, bacon and avocado salad they do is fantastic. The Stornoway Black Pudding. Oh, wow. They were one of the first places to do that. Here, Stornoway Black Pudding with mushrooms. It's absolutely you get with pancakes. They're well, beautiful. Oh, I need to come in for my That's breakfast. That's brilliant. Uh, the breakfast they do. Uh, I love a sort of breakfast to brunch. Eggs on cocotte which is very French, just means in a ramekin. But they do it with eggs and cheese and bacon, and they put it under the oh, and gorgeous. Oh, eggs and coffee. And the coffee is fab. Uh, Bob loves the pastrami, it's brilliant. I actually said they brought that back, apparently it was yeah. in the menu, yeah. and then, yeah. It's part of the nostalgia People, dishes. Yeah, the nostalgia ones yeah. that you want. I love um, that. Cullen Skink. Well, there you go, the Cullen Skink, the deconstructed Cullen Skink. I can't wait to bring my brother here because because what I was telling him is Cullen Skink, when I sometimes get it as a starter, I've always got to have it, but it fills me up. Oh, totally. Whereas in here, you can have it as a main course. I think it's it's genius. Elaine, I wouldn't be be vegan if I didn't actually point this out to you, but see the the Courgette Orzo Risotto, roasted garlic tomato. You've got to try that. There's a brilliant champagne bar upstairs, right? What? You can just in... go in for drinks. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, it's it's fab. Oh, do you want do you know upstairs? Oh, it's oh, right. brilliant. See, oh. for, if you're going out, it's a brilliant place to Aye. go before or after. And we did a, my my playlist on, so I was dancing behind the bar up there. Oh, I can only imagine. It was great. It was an Irish we couple, and dancing. they really enjoyed it. Say no more. Say no more. Brilliant time. Got my sore head. Anyway. But always, mate. Always, mate. Thanks so much for that. That was brilliant. And finally, it's time for the Dookie bag as Glasgow taxi driver Dookie decides whose dish is best. You've got deconstructed Colin Skink. Do you want to give that a go first? Oh, wow, that looks, that looks excellent. Gredo said this is the best Colin Skink he's ever had. Well, that's really, really nice, yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is the vegan option. This is Orzo Risotto. And right. I'll be honest, Doogie, this is in my top three vegan dishes of all time now. Do like risotto? I had risotto on Saturday, and I like olives too, oh, which way, is full of the olives. The olives. Yeah. yeah. That's very, very good. Ah, yeah, it's good, isn't it? It is good. good. I think that's, a, that's tough. Even just uh, looking at the two of them, this is a tough call, I think. I do like Colin Skink, and I've never had it deconstructed, but that risotto is absolutely excellent, and that's that's the winner today. Yes! Cafe Gandolfi, the restaurant that gave us great vibes, great chat, great foods, and your old pal, Elaine C. Smith. Always a pleasure bumping into Dame Elaine C. Smith. She brightened up my day. I was sitting there having a wee something to eat, and then Elaine C. just walks in, and it just, honestly, the, the podcast listen there, it was absolutely incredible. And the guys at Cafe Gandolfi are absolute legends. The food is tremendous. They love what they do. They know their stuff. Elaine's a big fan, and now we're big fans too. And we definitely need to try breakfast at some point, for I sure. Didn't, I didn't realise it was open at 8am for breakfast, so that's something we need to think about. Can we deliver in the morning? Listen, <laughs> If you get a chance, give us a five-star rating. 
leave us a wee comment it'll help us out in the chart position join us next week we'll be checking out Chilino's on Rate the Plate sponsored by Glasgow Taxis want a job where you can be your own boss and work the hours that suit you then become a taxi driver with Glasgow Taxis We'll guide you through your journey to becoming a taxi driver and with online SQA-approved training, before you know it, you can be behind the wheel earning money. So, what are you waiting for? Take your career into your own hands and apply today at glasgotaxis.co.uk. 